what is going on here? Maybe that was the question that passed through your mind as other voices chimed in. I imagine that might have been the question that was brought to the disciples' attention on that first Pentecost. What is going on here? It seems that when the Spirit is at work, that is the question that comes to us. What is going on here? And we wonder what it is that's happening in our midst so that we might know what to do with it, how to respond, how to discern what it is that is happening. When the Spirit is in the work, that is the question that comes to us. What is going on here? That's a question that I have thought of quite a few times this year as your priest and rector, witnessing what it is that's taking place in the midst of us. What is going on here, I find myself asking. One example of what it is that brought that question to my mind comes in our community dinners this last spring. Perhaps you took the time to read the Time, Talent, and Treasure article that was in your announcement uh, supplement last week that tells about our journey with community dinners. But for those of you who maybe weren't here last week or haven't yet gotten to read it, I'll sum it up for you now. Early this year, the vestry considered whether we might offer community dinners, an idea that Sarah Moden Allison had shared with me when she and I first met last year. She had figured out how to feed around 100 people for about $300. And so the vestry considered whether or not we might embark on holding free community dinners during the Wednesdays of Lent. Well, as you know, this wasn't in the budget. So we had to look at the budget to figure out where it is perhaps we could designate some of the funds already assigned for these community dinners. And we trusted and hoped that if we asked for people's donations, it would alleviate some of the ultimate cost and everything would work out fine. And so we offered free community dinners. And something happened. Every Wednesday night during the, Sunday, during the Wednesdays of Lent, we had more than 100 people come for free community dinners. One Wednesday, we had 165 people in our North Hall eating together. We asked for donations to help support it, to kick it off, and many of you gave toward that. And then many people who came on the night of the free community dinner put a little donation in the basket, perhaps to cover their own meal, but maybe to cover the meal of someone else who wouldn't have money to put in the basket. And so, what took place in our free community dinners is that we covered the entire cost of those weeks without even touching the budget line. And we ended up with enough money from what people had given after those five dinners that we have seed money to do it again this upcoming fall. What is going on here? What is the Holy Spirit up to in our midst? Another illustration of this are those that have felt welcomed into this worship space. You might know that Jackie Millen heads up the hospitality committee, and through her organization, she has enlisted many good people to serve as greeters on a Sunday morning. Prior to, eight, to both worship services, they're out there to welcome you, and I expect that many of you felt welcomed by them on this Sunday morning. And after worship, they stick around, and if you're new, they, they take the opportunity to meet you and to tell you a little bit about who we are as St. Stephen's Church. 
Well, they've been keeping some notes about what's been happening among us over this last year and a half, and I want to share them with you now. In 2013, last year, we had a 50% increase in newcomers, people who visited worship, than in 2012. There were 34 households that joined St. Stephen's Church in 2013. In the first three months of this year, we had nine newcomer households come and join us in worship, and six of those nine came back once or more in those first three months. We had five households of returning members come and join in worship. These are people who say, this is my church, I just haven't been here for five or six years. And to date, in this second quarter of this year, we've had six newcomer households come to worship and seven returning households join as well. What is going on here? What is God doing with us? God's doing something with us. And our job is to ask that question and to be ready for what it is that God wants to do next. Well, as your leadership, your rector and your vestry, we've begun to entertain this question. What is going on here and how can we prepare ourselves to be participants, to be cooperative in what the work of the Holy Spirit is in this place? At the beginning of this year, I gave some considerable thought to what kind of additional staff position would be needed in order to maximize my time among you and to consider the responsibilities that I have as your rector. I introduced that idea to the vestry and they added in their thoughts and observations, some of the things that they've become aware of in their leadership work at St. Stephen's. Something is starting to congeal a little bit in that idea and we're taking it to the committees and ultimately it will come before you as the congregation for your awareness and your opportunity to reflect and respond to that. That'll happen sometime this fall. I'm infinitely grateful to the task force that's overseeing this which includes your wardens, Mike Ryan and Eliza Shanley, and Elizabeth Lyons, who is not only our treasurer, but the head of the personnel committee, and Ken Vivian, who's a member of the vestry. They're the ones that are helping nurture this through our, our discernment process so that we can be ready to respond to what is going on here. Additionally, we are embarking on a program called Natural Church Development. There was an announcement about this in our leaflet the last couple of Sundays, but in your pew rack in front of you, you'll see a pamphlet dedicated to this program. It has a little grass seed or a little plant on the front uh, breaking forth from its seed. Natural Church Development is a program that was begun some 20 years ago. And through the structure of a questionnaire given to a cross-section of, of the population of the congregation, it helps the congregation know where its strengths and challenges are and to utilize their strengths to attend to their challenges so that growth happens naturally. The Vestry approved our use of this program this year, and this is the first of several years that we'll use it. I'm excited about it because I was a part of this back in Pennsylvania with the congregation that I served there, and it was really neat to see how just a small group that participated in the questionnaire brought about the results that everyone recognized. It was familiar to the congregation, and I expect that to happen here too. And so we begin on discovering how best we can respond to what is going on here. Those are the ways that we respond as a community. That's our collective way of responding. But we as individuals are called to respond as well. And we do that through the baptismal covenant. In just a little bit, 
we will remember the baptismal covenant and repeat it together. And we will make two new Christians through the process of that covenant and the sacrament of baptism. Charles and Thomas will both become new Christians today. And through our claiming of the baptismal covenant, we are empowered then to become the community that God longs for us to be. There's one line in that covenant that I think we can hold to in a very deep way because it lends itself to a variety of circumstances. And it's actually a line that was taken straight out of the book of Acts a little bit later than our reading from this morning's worship. It says that the disciples continued in the apostles' teaching and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in the prayers. That is what we're called to do individually. Corporately, we're engaged on looking at what an additional staff position might look like and what it is that we need to do programmatically to respond to what God's doing here. But individually, we're called to continue in the apostles' teaching and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in the prayers. When we want to know how best to respond to what God is doing in our midst, we are called to our faith, to the traditions of our faith, to the stories of our faith, through the practices of our faith, coming together weekly to worship, engaging in Holy Communion, something that has been a part of Christian worship from the very beginning. For more than 2,000 years, Christians have gathered together to remember God's gift to us in Jesus. And to be active prayers, to lift our questions to God so that God might share with us the answers. These are the ways that we individually cooperate with what God is doing in our midst how it is that we can respond to the question that we have. What is going on here? Thanks be to God for being in our midst. Thanks be to God for coming and making us the church that God wants us to be. Thanks be to God for calling us to be the body of Christ in this place. May we, empowered by the Holy Spirit, avail ourselves of the gift of the Holy Spirit, so that we might be faithful to answer this invitation that God is placing upon us. We might be faithful as God is faithful to us. Amen. Amen.